Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey everyone, it's Ariel Anderson, and today we are still in the thick of the madness, but realizing all the higher purpose for all of this, which we talk about on our YouTube channel on Monday, last Monday, so you should definitely check that out. Mats and I go live on video, and it's uh, it's heartful, it's from our souls, it's where we're passionate, it's about empowering our health and coronavirus. Uh, we can't avoid what is right in front of us. So I uh, wanted to talk about that just now briefly. I wanted to say thank you, as I always do, to all of you out there in Ireland and in Mexico, Windsor, California. We know that you are listening. Philadelphia and Yablonets, Nad Niso. Thank you so much for being out there. Oakdale, California, Princeton, West Virginia, Carl's Corona, Blacking. Oh, wow. I have, sorry, I did that probably really badly. But thank you all for being out there. Thank you for uh, sharing an episode with even just one person. It really helps to support what we're doing just energetically to see that you are sharing means a lot to us. This is still our passion project. And, you know, you, um, your health, your sanity, your creating and purpose is deeply important to me and us. And we, are here in the best way we can. We're putting things in Facebook every day, every other day. I go live every couple of days, just checking in with you guys, bringing you back to self and trying to um, calm the madness with mindfulness and tips and just saying, hey, we're out here. We love you. And, um, you know, we're doing what we can, building things in the background, hoping to help as things evolve and change and go online and all this other stuff. So, here we go. Uh, this week we are talking again to uh, the second part, part two, part do, dos, uh, to uh, Petra and Andre. And ironically, this conversation happened just at the edge of the outbreak. And uh, funny enough, it really sinks in with what we're all dealing with here, which is a changing the way in which we are parents and our presence with our families, which is actually being kind of forced on us now. Uh, but I think there's something there that when we experience something in our lives, in this case, it was traveling through the U.S. In this case, it, in this moment, it's about traveling through uh, this um, experience together as a planet. How can we look at how differently we do our lives and our presence in our lives for ourselves and our families? So here we go. Yeah, so uh, at the beginning of your trip, um, you had a lot of things happen, as I recall. And I remember that, you know, you just talked about how your priorities changed. And I know that myself, even in my own business and what we're creating, we also have been sort of reevaluating how much time we put in social media to kind of be more present for what's happening in the moment, which when you have kids or you're traveling, you have an opportunity to make yourself crazy or, you know, um, work against the currents or or work with it. But um, so in connection to that, I would ask, you know, in the beginning, I know there were some challenges like, so we're trying to get things done, editing videos, doing different things. How did, did you find, was it just letting go of some things or did you find some ways that 
really worked for you as far as uh, what you were creating in tandem with the needs of your kids? Because kids want what they want now. <laughs> and sometimes that's not going to be like how, what were some of the things that you did to uh, work with that or manage it or whatnot? So, so when we, uh, when we had like bigger projects going on, like for example, uh, when we were visiting uh, the basis schools in Arizona, uh, we often got help from the teachers with the kids, which was, which was really beneficial because we could, uh, both speak, uh, in front of the, of the, of their classroom and somebody to care of our kids in in next next room like play them some some fairy tales or something that was really nice and um in other cases when we were for example interview interviewing something some someone um we either our daughters were sleeping or we were together with them and we just it, it just took longer uh I, uh, what was really nice uh, was that almost everyone uh, was not like uh, stressed because there are kids there. On the contrary, they were like opening uh, the conversations for us. So it was really nice. And uh, also a lot of people like liked them. And thanks to them, we, we got closer to the people uh, often. So that was really, really nice. And uh, when we were, when we were, um, we were working mostly when uh, they were sleeping, and when I was uh, editing the video, which was uh, videos, which was quite time-consuming, uh, we were like sharing the work. So when I was editing, Petra was taking care of the kids if they were not sleeping, and when she was, for example, writing her amazing blogs. I was I was uh, with kids, yeah. So we yeah. we kind of it was it was uh, really easy. Uh, it was really easy because we were next to our flat all the time. We were also in the na nature most of the time, so we got plenty of things to do with the kids, uh, with our daughters, and uh, we could we could share parenting and working much, much easier than uh, we, we can do it. We, we do it here yeah. because all of the like <coughs> civilization logistics. agenda and logistics just um, was not part of our lives. Yeah. To give some examples, <clears throat> sorry, I have a cough. I hope I'm, I'm not having coronavirus. <laughs> I just cough. <laughs> it's not trans cannot, transmissible yeah. through, through Skype. It's okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> no, we are not. <laughs> so <laughs> my so we didn't have any conversations like group conversations with our friends or family. So that's part. That's one part. We didn't, you know, we didn't communicate with so many people on a daily basis, <clears throat> and we didn't transfer our kids to kindergarten. We didn't pick them up. We didn't. It's so much time. I've never realized. Oh, thank you. Water came. <clears throat> I never realized how much time uh, it actually is that the life in the city with all these moves around, uh, how hard is it actually? And also in a wintry Prague, you don't have so much to do with the kids. You can either visit someone or 
spend some time in the playground for an hour before you are freezing. So, uh, yeah, we are really freed from a lot of agenda <clears throat> and uh, spending time in nature is really easy. And yeah, so this being together wasn't the strain as we were afraid of in the beginning. And it turned out to be really easy and actually like relaxing and most natural. Yeah, and it motivate, motivated us to continue it uh, in, in similar approach once we came back. So now we are working together. For example, we uh, organized uh, now cancelled event in the Czech Senate. Yeah. It was a conference about about the happiness and uh, the measuring of happiness in the Czech Republic. And so so we were doing it uh, similarly as we were uh, working when traveling. So we were together like uh, calling the guests and uh, uh, inventing how the event how the event should go um, what topics under topics like uh, we should we should approach uh, in the conference who would be the the main speakers uh, organizing guests yeah. and everything so and we were doing it together so that was one one thing and also we are pre preparing together as well those uh, those um, speeches or those uh, performances for the yeah, students, yeah, 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 and figuring out how to how to name it actually, and we got kind kind of lucky because we got this like uh, um, how do you call grant uh, uh, funding, funding. Like subsidy, public yeah, yeah grant. Like, like grant from from the Ministry of Culture for it, uh, so you will be partially financed by the Ministry of Culture thanks to the our collaboration with the. Kuba Gottwald, the actor, yeah. Yeah, but we also continue with work for Karel Janecek, who was, uh, you know, who financed the journey. So uh, we're still working with him because he is also financing the measuring of the, the index of happiness, or it's called gross national happiness in some countries, like really popular now in New Zealand, Scotland, Island, Iceland. So Czech Republic is starting with this agenda and uh, this conference should be sort of like shedding some light on this topic and like um, inviting experts to say like what is the direction for Czech Republic in that and if there is any potential for making it a political agenda actually because yeah. you can then tailor the policies like according to the to the facts that you know from the research is like that also it should answer or it should try to answer the question uh, how could we be uh, how should we be uh, happy in times of answer uncertainty yeah, yeah. Uncertainty. so it's quite uh, quite actual and and it will be just yeah, it will be it will be postponed. Yeah. So uh, we will come back to that once uh, the restrictions will be lifted up. Lifted up. Yeah. Wow. Well, I should uh, have you talk with a friend of mine who's also very focused on that. Actually, got the ideas from somebody in Berkeley here in California with the Happiness Project or something like that. So maybe you guys, maybe now that it's delayed, you'll have another contributor somehow. I will connect you guys. That's uh, from Wellme. He started an app because he wanted things to be better in Czech Republic as well, like for people to be happier and figure out how they could be happier with their own purpose and whatnot. So 
maybe while you're <laughs> recharging and waiting for the postponement, there can be some interesting conversation somehow. Um, but it's so cool that you guys are doing this. I think anything any of us can do on the planet to make uh, bring more joy and light in in uh, from from the inside out in country and in people uh, can make a difference in just how things are working right now or anytime. Uh, and I think kids are such a good lead for that, actually. You know, when you were saying that uh, we find the same thing sometimes, that Ella connects us to people, people who look a little bit like they wouldn't be receptive, but then the kids kind of bring, they, they don't have all the things in their head that we do. So anyway, just cool that you're doing that. And I hope maybe you have to create some sort of online summit or something like that to get everyone together <laughs> in a safe place. I don't know. I've been thinking about the same myself somehow to make things um, keep the momentum going on what you've started. Yeah. Mm. I, I think we will have to now to experiment with the online like mass gatherings or online connections more and more. <laughs> and we will have to find, like in general, and we will have to find a way how to at least partially simulate the, the presence of another person in real life with the presence of the person online because when if we are going to go through those like restrictions we will have to find a way how to do it and maybe it will be through the vr which is like double-edged weapon you know like thing because it's kind of dangerous at the same time <laughs> nevertheless uh, what like times ahead of us will be really interesting i think yeah i have mixed feelings too <laughs> It's really like times of uncertainty. So we, we don't know what's going to be. Like I think in the 90s, people were sort of sure that in a decade, everything is going to be like the same or a little bit different. But now, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think some things are the same, you know, as far as the mentality or the, the, I don't know. I mean, I worked in corporate and in private and I, I can say that, you know, in the nineties I got disillusioned and some things are not that different, but I think there's at least the intention that things could be different. And there is the idea in the population that there's a right to be happier in our lives, that we don't just have to go to work and take some crap job that we are miserable and waiting to have a heart attack. I think especially the generation's, that are you know evolving now and in the workplace are thinking about things differently a lot of online things but also you know this sort of quality of life so maybe there's some balance between everybody we can find the best place or people can find it for themselves but. maybe that uh, the happiness isn't uh, connected with money and uh, is coming it could come from something else yeah, you can work on it and it, it can be a choice in some situations. And there are like a lot of subtopics in this. So, yeah, it's really, we are really interesting. Yeah, there is. I mean, money can equal freedom, which can create relaxation. But what if we could feel that freedom and relaxation without it only being about money? You know, so it's a shifting of consciousness in many ways and what people have learned from their own families and experiences it's a it's big work it's a big internal work that people have to be ready for um you know and if somebody can make it look less intense or less difficult or can show that it's possible um you know maybe it can shift that it's not possible thing that we hear a lot into hmm, maybe you know 
So <laughs> I saw a camper passing there and <laughs> yeah. there's a lot. It's nostalgic. I feel nostalgic, really. I miss the United States and yeah. its campgrounds and yeah, groves and campfires. It was so cool, really. <laughs> I, I actually have not taken Ella camping yet. We've been talking about it a lot, but we went to Armstrong Woods. I don't know if you guys went to Muir Woods or Armstrong Woods, I think, with the big, the great sequoias and redwood trees that are like re from 600 AD. Yeah, we were in the Kings Canyon and Sequoia National Park, Kings Canyon, and then Redwood National Forest, I think in Northern California. Like it's almost in Oregon, right? It's yeah, like yeah. On the border. yeah, it's really far up there. Yeah, so we were there. It's like, uh, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's like being in a cathedral, even even stronger. Yeah. Yeah, it's strong energy. Well, I will, will definitely miss all, all the all the animals and the nature of the United States, or of the whole continent. It was amazing for us. And uh, we kind of, like, I, I feel much more connected after this, 10 months or 11 months of traveling with nature than I was before. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like, you, you cannot see, you know, you, you were living in the Czech Republic for, for, for uh, years. So, so you, you cannot see things you can see back in the United States here in the middle of Europe. The nature is also nice here, um, but it's not... It's like less magnificent, yeah. maybe. Or like, I, I would say that you have the Alps, you have the turquoise lakes, you have wonderful things, but there are people everywhere. So <laughs> in the United States, you really have vast spaces with no one, which is so, you know, attractive about it. It's safer and as so, well. Yeah. I hadn't ever really thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy to travel with a camper. You have space, you have huge pullouts, you have like so many free campsites in the Europe. It's really so much harder to do something like that. Yeah. It's overcrowded. I didn't realize there were so many free sites. That's great to know. <laughs> what so if each of you gave us a highlight, like one of your favorite moments on the trip, what would it be? When some somebody asked me uh, or where uh, somebody was asking us on the trip, I was ke I kept telling that the best moment is the next one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now I finally, or we finally have to choose something. I would say it's like, well, it's it was several like a lot of moments. It's difficult or moments or experiences, a lot of encounters. It's difficult to choose. I would say. Maybe one of them is definitely this like 10, 12 days, which we spent in uh, Bodega Bay in the hippie commune, uh, where we, we were invited there before the Inde Independence Day, yeah. because all the campgrounds around were full and we were in the laundromat and uh, so one, one uh, lady approached us and started to talk with us. And uh, she said that, if we don't have a place to stay, we can go to their community. It's called the Pestures, and they are there since the early 70s, like all through first generation of hippies. Now they are in... I'll have to ask my mom about it. <laughs> yeah, now, now they are in their 80s, and it was really nice, uh, or some of them, and it was really nice to be there. 
to talk with them, to sometimes help them with something. And uh, we were in that time we were uh, doing those um, those uh, we we were present on the farmers market. Yeah, Ariel, she was helping with some content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it was it was nice that we had this place to stay, and from that we went into Fairfax, yeah. into other other towns uh, around in the area. It was nice. That and was also Wildflower, your favorite bakery, which was amazing. I love that place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was really good. Uh, so we fell in love with Sonoma County. It was definitely one of, when it comes to region, it was definitely one of the highlights. But I think like most of the highlights are like an abstract way, like what we really kept inside what we brought back to Europe, which is like some like more maybe self-confidence, more humility. Like we don't, we really right now, it feels like we don't need to be present everywhere. We don't need to rush. We don't need to be, uh, I don't know. We are really social before we are still social, but uh, I don't feel the urge uh, I don't have the fear of missing out. <laughs> I don't use social networks that much, and I'm okay with reading a book at home. Feels like I'm getting older, but the journey has definitely like a lot of, a lot of do, to do with that. So we, it feels like we are really a bit different, and we want to uh, live some easier, some kind of easier life. Not to spend so much money, you know. Like there are like a lot of things that we like, a lot of the choices that we want to yeah. do a little different than we had done before, and and spend the most of our yeah. time together with our daughters. It's like one of the highest priorities yeah. because it was yeah. so beneficial for them, like uh, and, for be, and for us, for everyone being together it was like so before yeah. it was mostly like yeah we had t like before we set out for the trip it was like there is tasks to do and we need some self-time and there is a, like we have to rush so we need to find out the ways how we actually <laughs> give our kids to someone or the kindergarten so we can actually work and do stuff of course like being with them was something that we enjoyed but right now it's really it's like I feel more uh integrity with the role of a parent actually I, I I like being with them it's a priority now and every work that we consider is judged and kind of filtered uh, is it worth not being with them and so it's like somehow the other way around right now it feels yeah, and we have to say again that we have luxury to think about that we can, a lot yeah. of a lot there. of people are just don't have any options like that so we are aware of that if you were to give advice to parents who have not yet gotten to this moment of realizing that simplicity can make life better for the whole family or just what you just expressed what what would what advice would you give parents who would like to create, would like to be brave and jump into something? Maybe they have an idea, but they're afraid that they can't get it all done or they don't have babysitters or whatever it might be. Any any advice for them, those parents? <laughs> I, I think that worldwide or like now 
in the Czech Republic, in Italy, uh, a lot of parents will have to be brave like this because if you can send your kids to school and you have to be with them all days and like for uh, like two weeks, one month, who who knows how long, uh, you you we will all have to be like creative and uh, of course the easiest thing is to just like. Uh, uh, let them to consume the things from from the computers and and uh, smartphones but i think that now it's like crucial for all of us to be as much creative as we can be to try to like uh, give them lives life without it and uh, i think that this is what we've learned on the way that it's possible when you are in the nature and when you change the place all the time, it's even easy. Now it will not be as easy, but we still have to uh, do things. So I would recommend nature and hiking. Like <laughs> you, you cannot, you will not meet much people in the woods. I'm, I'm sure of that. So yeah. it's quite safe. And I personally, I, I would like to, uh, spent those next uh, like quarantine 14 days two weeks uh, as much in the woods as possible we have some quite good options around Prague so I think it will be our uh, mm. solution for yeah. spending the free time with the kids now I'd also say that all the parents are doing great job like we all do the best we can so not to be afraid and maybe like try to it it's a cliche but really like to pursue the dreams and not to be afraid that it's uh, I think that a lot of people think that it's really hard to travel and work and you know have kids all the time with with you but there are like so many benefits coming from that and it's really not that hard as we thought it would be so not to be afraid and travel with kids and do whatever uh you and can, con yeah. con consider switching or switching off time to time the smartphones and things. Yeah, it helped me to buy all like Nokia, so I don't have any <laughs> any any like uh, <laughs> means how to be on Facebook when I'm not <laughs> on the computer, which is which was which is kind of like revealing actually. I have more time to read and. Uh, I'm not, as Petra said, she's not as well in the fear of missing out something. So I'm more present to be with our daughters, which is the most important thing. So I think the downgrade of the hardware helps a bit as well. That's funny. When we went on our honeymoon, we, we took a downgraded phone to not be tempted. And then my husband's like, well, just in case, maybe we just uh, bring this. It, still, it had internet. The first day... Like we dropped our things in the room and we walked out and it downpoured rain and it didn't work at all. So I just laughed because he was planning to go to the internet somehow. But anyway, so I think it's it's a really good plan for being present, especially with our kids. And I don't know about you, but I also noticed that one, the kids get a bit cuckoo sometimes when they spend too much time on Netflix or internet. And as well, if they're getting your attention sometimes, that you feel your presence I noticed a lot more tantrums and meltdowns because they got you when they got you. And then they'd be like, okay, that was fun. I got mommy and daddy or mommy or daddy. And now I'm happy to go to my puzzle or whatever that is versus kind of half having you sometimes. Yeah. 
Definitely. Like even the little bit you invest more, even though you feel you cannot go any further, you're exhausted, but it always pays back. Thank you guys so much for giving your time. I know it's late at night here and I'm, I'm dripping with, with sweat from the warm, unexpectedly warm day, but I, I really appreciate you guys taking the time. I know we had a bit of a Mercury retrograde moment on the weekend and kids and, you know, it's just normal stuff. And we had Ella was completely losing her mind before I left today. So, you know, it's, it's normal. Thank you for your attention, for your willingness to talk to us again. It's really, it's really enriching for us and it's sort of therapy to share what yeah. we are through right now. Because, yeah, maybe the coming back is one of, yeah, we, we should mention it. Coming back is definitely the hard part. <laughs> I, I hear you repatriating here. Well, um, I hope that it will it will continue like that. Maybe uh, I'm really looking forward to hear from you again. Uh, I'm kind of sad that with this maybe it finally ends, right? With this, <laughs> last with this, imperfect parenting. Episode. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> the the journey is not over. It's only just uh, one phase is finished. <laughs> yeah, it was it was one it was kind of right. almost beginning of, yeah. of the trip yeah. almost and after this uh, we don't have any like connection <laughs> with the United States it will be really sad I hope that it will it will uh, continue somehow let's hear from you again I have an idea for something that I'd like to gather a lot of the guests if I can get the time zones aligned and maybe if everybody, everybody's on quarantine, maybe it's a good time to do it. We'll see. Uh, but know that I definitely want to continue to hear from you guys and, and what's happening. I think that um, I'm glad that you were, were happy to come to connect. Anyway, I just, that's okay. I just wanted to say I think one of the most important things is that moment of reflection or being asked questions. Because even the things that you think you know or that, you know, oh, yeah, I, I know how I, I feel about that project or what we did. Sometimes new things come forward. And I think that's uh, that's what I love about coaching. And that's what I love about these conversations. So thank you. Thank you. too. Thank you for doing this honest and open <laughs> conversation on parenting. That's really valuable. Well, I can't wait to share your, your thoughts and ideas with people. And because uh, a lot of people are are at the edge but haven't jumped off yet. So any anything we can share with um, those of you who are managing it and beyond managing it, like seeing your smiles is just such a, and the words that you're saying that it was a positive outcome and seeing the growth and where you are and how lucky your kids are that you guys are in this place right now as far as what comes next is, you know, if nothing else was successful, that sounds like the most amazing gift. And I just feel emotional and I'm like teary just thinking about how lucky your family is to have had this experience so thanks for sharing that with us thank you thank you have a great day yeah. bye bye Ariel. you too I'm gonna go pick up Ella and she's playing in the playground right now and <laughs> say hi to your family yeah good night I will I will one of these days we'll get together and if if the quarantine is off, then in June, I hope we can meet face to face. That'll be fantastic. That would be awesome. Yeah, I would love to. Bye. Bye bye. Good night. Thanks again. Bye. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IPParents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.